So I'm currently in uh, Florence. There's the Pitti Palace right there. Don't know if I'm pronouncing that right, probably not. So far, the city has been packed with people. I'm in a quiet alleyway right now, but otherwise it's been, uh, it's been absolutely packed. So I thought I might take this uh, opportunity to talk about something that has been very, very challenging for me. Um, and that's about being overly uh, self-aware, overly self-conscious. When you're overly self-aware, uh, it's very difficult to be present in the moment. And that's certainly been something that has plagued me uh, throughout my life. And especially when I started filming these videos, I was so uh, self-conscious, so overly self-aware. I couldn't really deliver anything authentically and uh, naturally. If you go to some of my older videos, you can clearly see how awkward I am. And I'm still way too self-aware for filming this. That's why I'm kind of choosing these sort of paths where we have less and less people. But the truth is that I'm way better at this than I was a few years ago when I started. I still really don't prefer to do videos directly to the camera, directly in front of the camera. It's really awkward for me to just stare deeply into that camera because suddenly I become hyper aware of everything that I'm doing, everything that I'm saying. And it's really difficult for me to forget about the camera altogether. That's also why partly I film these videos while I walk because I can actually get into what I'm actually doing, thinking and speaking. But it just shows that you have to work with what you have. If you think you can do something easily in a certain way, try it out. There's no harm in it. And you also have to remember that this is a process. You can't make your best material, your best video, your best content right away. It's gonna take a lot of work. It's gonna take many, many years potentially before you can get there. But you have to have the humility and the discipline to work the way that you can. Work with what you have and work with what works for you. Self-awareness is absolutely the key to lifelong success, but there absolutely is such a thing as having too much of it. If you can't control it, if you can't contextualize it properly, then you're gonna be in deep shit. It can be crippling, and I see creative individuals struggle with this all the time, and I struggle with it all the time as well. I just try and do something about it. Having the ability to separate yourself from the contexts that are taking place around you, what's happening in other people's heads, what their perception of you is, is essentially a superpower. Gives you ultimate focus. And as I've said before, focus is gonna dictate where you're gonna go, and that's gonna dictate where you're gonna see success. And as I've talked about this before, caring is not the issue. Caring too much about the wrong things, pointing your focus in the wrong way, that's the bad thing. The truth is that if you're not in control of your focus, then your external surroundings are going to do that for you. And in my estimation, the key to that sort of a control comes from knowing what you value and what you respect. The issue ultimately is about value proposition. If you believe there to be value in someone else's 
thoughts and what they say and what they think about you, then you care and then you're driven by fear and embarrassment and uncertainty. So it's really a dysfunctional value placement in other people's perception of you. And what's even worse, you tend to perceive those judgments from others in the worst possible light. You attach the worst possible judgment and value to their thoughts. And when you do this, you essentially become paralyzed. It becomes very, very difficult to do just about anything around other people. Your focus is shifting. You're going inside their head. You're going inside their perception of you. And in that moment, you're no longer dominantly focusing on what you're actually doing or what you're supposed to be doing. So if you can always know what's important and valuable to you, and you have a very strong and rigid structure for your value hierarchy, you know the things that you respect and the things that you don't, then you're never going to drop the ball. You're always going to know what's what. And even when your focus is shifting, you can bring it back. Now, first of all, absolutely the very first step in this is actually thinking about and understanding how other people are going to perceive you. Yes, it's awkward to walk on the street and hold a camera pointing at your face, talking about weird shit, walking past people, talking about motivation or mindset or whatever else. They might find it slightly strange and they're gonna look at you weirdly because who films themselves on the street? But that moment is, is very uh, transitory. Then they're gonna walk off and continue their lives. Hopefully doing the videos uh, for your own reasons for your own growth and whatever else you want to achieve. And that's where the saying, he who has a why can bear any how, that's where that comes into play. Because if you're doing this for the right reasons, then any of the awkward side effects don't really matter all that much. The point here is to try and film a video that hopefully brings some value to someone else. And as I said before, this is for me as well, you know. I need to practice liberating myself from other people's opinions as well. And it's easy to do things when you're on your own, when you're in your own bubble, in your own privacy, but oftentimes many of the key moments in our lives happen in conditions that are less than ideal. They happen in conditions that aren't in privacy and aren't in your own bubble. And if you're governed by fear or over self-awareness, then in those moments, you're gonna be crippled. You're not gonna be able to assert the type of things outwards that you want. And that's gonna severely diminish your uh, chances and your opportunities to shape the world in your own image. You don't wanna leave that part of you underdeveloped. You want to have some sort of ability in that area um, I've mentioned this saying before that we don't rise to the occasion, we fall down to the level of our training. And when things get tough, when we are under pressure or we're afraid or we're embarrassed, that's when our true fundamental ability comes forth. And in truth, the only way to raise that is to train it. Don't think 
your over self-awareness, that crippling uh, fear, embarrassment. Don't think it's part of your underlying temperament or something that's just a part of you. It's very much changeable, workable. Yes, it has deep roots, but most of that is learned behavior and it's very, very changeable. You just need some volume behind you. You need some repetitions. It's like any other skill. You need to do it. You need to repeat it. You need to get those repetitions and hours under your belt. And then slowly you can start to see a change. One of the things that is quite important is also knowing how to respond to ridicule, you know, people making fun of you. I have a pretty simple solution to that. I just think, fuck them, fuck you. And not in a way that I don't care, because I might care. When it comes to my values, when it comes to things that I respect and disrespect, if you're the type of person who points at someone or looks at someone and makes fun of them and laughs and gets enjoyment and a good feeling out of that. I know that I simply do not value the opinions of those type of people at the macro level. At the micro moment, in that specific moment, of course it might sting, it might hurt, but the truth is, at the end of the day, if you're that type of a person, then there's no way that's the only aspect where your character is lacking. And uh, if that brings you joy and fulfillment and a good feeling, then uh, more than anything, I really feel sad for you. For me, that's a sign that you have very little significant substance in your life. I think also one of the important things to remember when it comes to you know, crippling negative self-awareness is to remember that it doesn't do anything for you. It doesn't serve any purpose. Usually the reason we think it does is because we have an ego that's unwilling to bend. So if that's the case, then first of all, you need to watch some of my videos on the ego and breaking it. And secondly, you really need to start breaking that in the best possible positive way. You can probably hear that pretty well. It's coming from somewhere there. Can't really see all that well, but looks like a wedding party to me. They certainly aren't overly self-aware, that's for sure. The present living in the moment. They don't give a shit about what anyone thinks of them around here. But uh, part of that may be because everybody thinks this is fucking awesome. Now I find it fitting to end the video here, which is probably one of the most congested spots in the city. It's always full of people, which is the main church. Surely there's a lot of uh, extremely strange, weird looks. Uh, it's super weird to film yourself. Who the hell does that? But honestly, I feel so much more confident now than I did starting this video. And you know, in some ways, having this many people around you is uh, far easier than just having a couple. I think partially because people struggle to hear what you're actually saying, and they're also going like that. And I don't know, maybe that's a, a part of the performer in me. It's easier to uh, 
deal with crowds of people instead of dealing with uh, just a couple of people. But hopefully some of that change and confidence comes through. I always feel like towards the end of the video, I feel more comfortable, more relaxed, more casual, more present in the moment. Being negatively, cripplingly self-aware is absolutely something you can work on. I'm a living proof of that. I'm in no way, shape or form gifted in uh, getting rid of those sort of things. This doesn't come naturally to me. I'd prefer to do things in my own uh, privacy, but uh, I know that I don't want to be limited by my fears. I know that I don't want to be limited by embarrassment and negative crippling self-awareness. So that's why I'm doing this. That's why I'm here. And I do have to say that uh, I'm very proud of myself. Uh, this wasn't easy to start, but now it feels like I've done this many times before. But remember that you need to get out there and you need to start doing the thing that you're afraid of. It will get easier. Take the type of steps that are there for you to take. Don't try and chew on and digest too much at the same time. Remember that it is a matter of training. It is something that you can change. And remember, it will get easier over time. Apply some of these techniques, some of these approaches, and over a long enough time period, guaranteed it will get easier, it will get better. So try them out, let me know how they're working, let me know if you have any techniques, strategies, approaches that I didn't mention, because there are plenty. Remember that your current state in your self-awareness, in that crippling negative sense, it's not permanent, it's not uh, a fundamental part of your personality. It's something that you can change, it's something that you can work on. So try them out, let me know how they're working. I'll see you soon. Finished.